0: Empathy and shove it, ask for the pain, well I love it, I'll eat your words, I'll devour your soul, I will laugh like a lemma while you crawl back into your hole. This is the Falcon Twin Podcast from falcontwin.com. I'm Brendan, the pod pinhead, coming to you live from my secret lair, in space. space. The bumper music tonight was suggested by Jeffrey in his submission for the Falcon Twin Intro Theme Music Contest. Thank you, Jeffrey, for the submission, and anyone else who'd like to send them in, please do so. But as I said last time, make sure that the music that you're sending in is actually legal to use, because I'm not paying some exorbitant licensing fee to use the music. So go check their terms of service if you're not at some place like uh, music.podshow.com or Magnitune. Now, I know that some of the people who listen to this podcast aren't really big on podcasts, and at least on the forums, one or two people have said that this is the only podcast they listen to, and frankly, I don't understand why, because I think that podcasts are podtastic, And at least to me, they're the most exciting form of media around at the moment, and most accessible to the average person, and therefore the most relevant to the average person, and being fairly average myself, that's what I think is great about them. So tonight, for all of you people who aren't into podcasting, I'm going to introduce you to the wonderful world of podcasts with some of the shows that I like. I'm not going to tell you any of the technical details because, well, frankly, there are plenty of other places to find that out. Now, the podcasts I'm going to talk about tonight come from my rankings on Amigo Fish, a really awesome podcast ranking and discovery site run by Dave Slusher, inventor of the Fuck You Tag. I've plugged Amigo Fish before, but you really should go get into it if you start listening to podcasts, because the more people who sign up, the better the service gets. For those of you who didn't read my post about it, Amigo Fish is a site where basically you tell it what podcasts you like, and then it looks at other people who like similar podcasts and tries to make suggestions to you. And that can be found at AmigoFish.com. Most of the shows I'm going to talk about tonight are ones that I've ranked 4 to 5 stars on Amigo Fish. The stars have different meanings in their personal rankings. You're not supposed to be assessing the merit in any objective way, but you're just supposed to say how much you like or dislike a podcast. The five stars means that I love this show and I always listen to it right away. The four stars means that I like this show and appreciate getting new episodes. Three stars means I could take this or leave it. Two stars means I don't much care for this and I won't be listening to it again. And one star means that I couldn't even finish a single episode of this fucking garbage. Those are just a fairly rough breakdown. Now as far as the podcasts I'm talking about tonight, this isn't an exhaustive list because I'm subscribed to something like 50 podcasts, actually possibly more than that, but these are some of the best that I listen to. It's still quite a large number of shows, so I'm going to go over some of them more quickly than others so that I can hit them all. Without any further ado, here's some news podcasts, news meaning basically the BBC. The BBC has a lot of good podcasting content, and they were one of the first major news outlets to get into podcasting, and they've been doing a very good job with it. For those of us in the world who don't have access to BBC programming normally, this is a great way to get it. Some of my favorite shows are In Our Time. In Our Time is a show where basically they pick a different topic every week from pretty much anything you can imagine in human history. And they get three experts in the studio, and they talk about it. Sometimes it could be something like astronomy, or the theory of relativity, or it could be literature, it could be biblical figures, it could be, you name it. And so, especially if you're not into any of these things, it's a really great sort of taste of this other field that you know nothing about, and that's why I like it a lot. Next show is from our own correspondent. These are small dispatches that are usually four to five minutes long. The show itself is about 30 minutes long and it will have several episodes inside of it. And each one is from a different BBC correspondent in a different location around the world talking about things that are happening in their particular location. Another show is the show formerly known as Go Digital, which is now called Digital Planet, which talks about computers and technology and stuff like that and tries to do it in a more accessible way than some of the nerd shows that I'm going to be talking about in a few minutes. There are a couple of shows that I listen to that are about podcasting exclusively. First of all, is Podcast 411, which is one of the longest-running podcasts. Rob Walsh, who runs the show, does interviews that are usually about 20 minutes long with various podcasters from pretty much all sorts of different podcasts. Sometimes he's even interviewed people like the Sirius Network people who kind of made asses of themselves, so that's a fun one to listen to. But he also talks to just regular podcasters, big and small as well. That one is good, but in my opinion it's not as good as the Digital Media Cast Experiment, located at dmcex.com. This is by Michael Carino, and he doesn't update very regularly these days, so I don't know if he's just pod-faded, as they say, or if he's just taking a break or what. But he's got a lot of really great info, especially if you are planning on creating your own podcast. He has a how-to podcast series, which is really great and was incredibly helpful for me getting the Falcon Twin podcast started. Now, video games. I listen to a crapload, almost 10 probably, video game podcasts. I'm not going to talk about them all, just the more general ones. Video Game News Radio is three guys undead from Cleveland who swear a lot and talk about video games, and they're really fun to listen to. They've been changing the format for the show a little bit over the last month or two, so it's a little bit difficult to know for certain what exactly is coming up next as of late, but I really like listening to them. And they're all a little bit older than everyone else and very cynical and bitter, so they're fun. DreamStation.cc is basically a family-friendly version of video game news radio. It's a little bit more hectic. They have more people on the show, and it tends to be very fast-paced because the host edits it very, very tightly, which in any other podcast would be a little bit disconcerting, but once you start to understand that that's kind of their shtick, it actually is appealing. And they have a really interesting sound bite that they play whenever they change topics. Next topic: The Extra Life Radio Podcast. This is by Scott Johnson, and I hesitate to even call this a video games podcast, although they do talk about games, but they also talk about things like TV shows and old cartoons. They talk about movies, and so it's a very good podcast, very well produced, too. Scott Johnson, who does it, has obviously a very nice microphone and a very good recording setup that he's using to do his show because it sounds really great. Scott Johnson also does a show called The Instance with one of the other people from the Extra Life Radio podcast. The Instance is a World of Warcraft podcast, so if you play World of Warcraft and you want a podcast about that, there are a bunch, but The Instance is a pretty good one. Gaming Steve. Gaming Steve is a very fun podcast whose intro music... I originally couldn't stand, but now has actually grown on me. Partly because I sort of like the hectic, crazy nature of this wacko music that he starts with. And then he comes on and he's very quiet. Hi, everyone, it's Gaming Steve. And then also I I kind of like it because at the beginning when they're singing, it kind of sounds like they're saying Gay Man Steve instead of "Gaming Steve. And so once I made that realization, all of a sudden it became very funny. I don't know why, but it did. And so I like it a whole lot. Gaming Steve is actually working in the game industry and knows a lot about it, so if you want probably the most informed podcast on what's going on in video games, then that's the place to go, especially his news segment towards the beginning of his shows because he always has a very good deal of insight on why things are the way they are, even more so than some of the bigger game news site podcasts like GameSpot and IGN. They often don't necessarily have the perspective on the stuff that Gaming Steve does, which is what makes this show so good. Short Attention Gamer at shortattentiongamer.com. This is a show for people who like games but don't really have a lot of time to play them, which more and more is me, and so I like it a lot. And they tend to have a fairly, I was going to say a fairly short show, it's actually not all that short, it's about 30 minutes. Todd and Matt talk about games and they try to find stuff that they can play while actually having jobs and families and lives. And so I like them a lot. And they're just nice guys to listen to, too. They seem very friendly. Finally, in the games section, the Virgin Worlds MMORPG news podcast. Now, this Virgin Worlds guy who runs the site had done a review of a bunch of MMO podcasts a while back, and I guess he decided he wasn't satisfied with the quality of them, so he went and started his own. And he came out strong, and his first shows were good, and they've just continued to be good. And so he talks about all different MMOs, not any one in particular, and talks about the news of the week. And it's a relatively long podcast, around 45 minutes or so. But he tends to be quite concise, and he edits it, and he's got fairly good technical production. It's not super professional, but it sounds good enough, and he is generally on point enough, and he doesn't wander around, that it's worth listening to if you're into MMOs. Webcomic Podcasts, Alpha Rant at alpha-shade.com. I think I've fawned over the Brothers Brood Loss enough so that you probably don't need me to tell you to go listen to it again, but I am going to. Go listen to Alpha Rant because it's really awesome. Sherry Girl, the podcast. Sherry Girl just got started, and as I mentioned last week, she interviewed me for episode two, which was really the first episode after her introduction. She's only doing it monthly, so it remains to be seen how her next podcast will go but uh, go and listen to that anyway. And also downloadable content, the Penny Arcade Podcast. I don't know if that's actually the name of it, downloadable content, or if that's just something that their blog software put in. At any rate, this isn't a bad podcast. It's not wonderful, but it's not bad. It's kind of basically just a recording of the two guys talking on the phone about the next page that they're going to do, which sometimes is interesting in a sort of look-behind-the-scenes way, but also it's not as interesting as something like Alpha Rant, where it's more of an actual show where they're actually talking to an audience and they're aware that people are listening. Penny Arcade Podcast, it's almost like listening in on a phone conversation, so that it's not as directed and on point as a quote-unquote show would be. Tech Podcasts. Well, there's a bazillion of these, and so I've got these trimmed down extensively. The first and foremost is This Week in Tech, which is probably one of the largest podcasts around, hosted by Leo Laporte, who does a whole crapload of podcasts besides and also runs radio shows in Los Angeles and is a really fun guy. My mother, who knows next to nothing about computers and doesn't want to learn anything about computers, actually enjoys listening to Leo Laporte on the radio because he can actually make it approachable for people who don't give a crap about computers. So Leo is a professional. He sounds like a professional. He's got a good radio voice and he's got the equipment to match. So, This Week in Tech was actually the first podcast I listened to, and it's what got me into podcasting about the middle of summer 2005. So, if you're going to listen to only one tech podcast, then you should listen to This Week in Tech, where Leo and his guests, John C. Dvorak and other interesting people, talk about the week's tech news. Next up, The Gadget Show, from the Podcast Network. This is one Australian guy who sometimes interviews people which isn't so great but also talks about other things the parts of his show that i particularly like are the wannabe geek segment which he had one about voip just recently which was pretty good and just last week he had a show uh, wannabe geek about podcasting which was kind of like the how to podcast series from michael carino but it was all in one one hour show and it was a, a really pretty good introduction he has the guy who runs the show obviously knows what he's talking about, and in his Wannabe Geek segment, he brings on one of his friends who claims not to know what he's talking about, but you can tell he's actually done his reading uh, prior to the show, which is good because it would be irritating to have to have the host explain absolutely every single thing every time they talked. IT Conversations, itconversations.com. This is a site that broadcasts a lot of shows from conferences all around the world, And they generally tend to be quite delayed. If you get the free version, you're going to be listening to conferences that took place six months ago. But, you know, if you're not in a big hurry to hear them and you wouldn't be able to hear them otherwise by attending the conferences, then it's a good way to pick them up. You can also pay for a subscription which will allow you access to all the conferences they attend immediately after they've recorded them. And so the nice thing about it is that they cover quite a few different aspects of computers and technology, and you can sort of pick and choose the ones that interest you and download just those. O'Reilly Network Podcasts. The O'Reilly Network is kind of similar to IT Conversations. IT Conversations broadcasts a whole bunch of shows every day, and O'Reilly Network only does one a week. That's kind of a 30-minute kind of abridged version of several different topics and several, sometimes several different conferences all in one show, and the host has a really strange and interesting voice that I like listening to. Security Now. This is another one hosted by Lilo Port and also Security Master Steve Gibson. Basically, the whole idea of the show is Leo kind of plays the naive one while Steve Gibson tries to explain security issues to to Leo and also mainly to the audience, because Leo knows more than he's letting on in the show. The only issue with the show, it's very comprehensive, and certainly the early ones, particularly about Wi-Fi security and topics like that, are very interesting and relevant. The most recent ones have been about cryptography and stuff, which are interesting, but aren't the information you get isn't directly applicable to your daily computing life. The only beef that I have with security now is that Steve Gibson kind of has a similar problem to me when he's trying to explain complicated technical stuff, that he will sort of get on a roll and get really excited and start talking really fast and not necessarily realize that people might not be able to keep up. And sometimes Leo Laporte will step in and, and slow him down a little bit, but I could see someone who didn't already know what Steve Gibson was talking about being a bit lost Otherwise, it's really good, and like I said, the first earlier episodes where they're talking about firewalls and Wi-Fi security are good to listen to, even if you're not going to listen to the rest of them, just so that you can get your local firewall and that router set up and your local Wi-Fi stuff set up in a secure way. Finally, in the tech stuff, Digital Life TV. This isn't technically a podcast. It's a video cast, but I like it a lot. It's twice weekly. It's Tuesday and Thursday. It's hosted by Patrick Norton and Robert Herron. I have to say... I'm not gay, but Patrick Norton is cuddly, so I like the show a lot. And now finally on to the miscellaneous podcasts. First off, the Josh in Japan podcast. Josh is a doctor who is active duty Navy, he's stationed in Yokosuka, Japan, and he talks about what it's like to be a foreigner living in Japan. And amazingly enough, he's actually two years younger than me, which kind of weighs heavily on my mind. Since he seems so much more mature He's got a wife, he's got kids, and he lives out and about in Japan He doesn't live on base or on the ship or anything He actually lives and works and deals with Japanese people on a regular basis, on a daily basis And talks about various aspects of Japanese life, usually one topic per week And so he'll talk about things like police, he'll talk about things like crime and punishment, or food, or vacations all kinds of various topics and the ways that Japanese do things being different from the way that you know you'd be used to in the states often in a way to prepare people who might be coming to Japan for that. Josh used to answer a lot of email he doesn't do that so much anymore partly because his shows were starting to take too long and partly also I don't know if this is something that he ever actually said out loud but it's certainly one of the things that I was thinking partly because the questions people were asking him were just dumb And there were really weird questions. Do people do nude snowboarding orgies in Japan? You know, and they would ask weird questions that had no relevance to anyone on Earth but the person asking the question. And I think that I don't know if he got tired of reading them, but I certainly got tired of listening to them. So I'm glad he cut those out. He'll still do the occasional letters episode, and he does get a lot of letters. But by and large, he just talks about Japan, which is good. And, you know, some people also send him stupid letters, too. Like, if he mispronounces a word, people say, Did you know that you're supposed to pronounce it manga and not manga?" So I think that's part of the other reason that he doesn't bother with the email too much anymore. And, you know, really, who can blame him? Here he is busting his ass, spending a lot of time trying to produce a really quite good podcast. And people are being pedantic about how he pronounces words and how he gets little tiny facts that aren't really relevant anyway wrong. So if you do go listen to Josh in Japan's podcast, please don't bitch at him about stupid stuff like that just appreciate the fact that he's doing a show and he's generally quite accurate on most of the stuff that he's talking about and when he's not he'll say that he doesn't know for sure so just cut the guy some slack good show listen to it next the U.S. Senator Barack Obama podcast I like this podcast I I wasn't really interested in listening to it until I heard something about Senator Obama and I started checking out his podcast I like it because he's very to the point. He gets in there, Hi, I'm Senator Obama. Today we're going to talk about education in America. This is why education in America sucks. This is what needs to be done about it. And here's what I'm going to be doing in the Senate to try to fix this. And I'm introducing this bill. Okay, that's all. Thanks. I got to go vote now. Bye. And so Senator Obama can go in, talk about a topic, and get out in about five to ten minutes. And so it's really funny to listen to him. He's a really very talented podcaster in a lot of ways, and I think a lot more than probably most politicians would be. And it makes him sound incredibly competent. So if he is actually planning on running in 2008, it's a great way to get started buttering people up for it. Next, Lucky Bitch Radio. This is a drag queen in Minneapolis who talks about her life, Wanda Wisdom. And I know a lot of people are not going to have any idea at all why I listen to this, But I listen to Lucky Bitch Radio because Wanda Wisdom is probably the most genuine and honest podcaster and courageous podcaster of all the ones that I listen to because she has dealt with a lot of awful crap in her past and she faces up to it and discusses it openly on her show and as a person with a whole bunch of crap in my past – I understand exactly how much immense courage that takes to discuss, even with another person, let alone on a podcast, to thousands of listeners. So I have immense respect and admiration for Wanda Wisdom, and I've even sent her an email telling her this. If you don't like drag queens or you don't like Minneapolis, then I guess it's probably not the show for you. And, you know, Wanda does tend to wander around in her show a lot and get distracted and go off on tangents. So it's not the cohesive show that a lot of other podcasts are, but in terms of being genuine, sometimes she's just totally goofy, but then other times when she's talking about her past concerning alcoholism or being abroad in Japan on study and kind of coming to terms with the fact that she was gay, it's very real. And I hate using that word, but it's this is one of the few times that I think it's actually justified. Wanda just had her one-year anniversary fairly recently, so congratulations to her, and also actually just got picked up by Lavender Magazine and is now going to be doing her podcast for them as their full-time employee, which I think is really awesome, and so my congratulations go out to Wanda Wisdom, who will probably never hear this podcast. Next, thecommute.org. This is another one that a lot of people probably aren't going to understand or like. It's two guys in Brighton, and they drive to work, and then they drive home, and that's it. It's just a recording of them in the car talking. And I know that a lot of people would listen to that and think, this is retarded. This is completely boring. And that was actually my first reaction, too. But then I really started to get into it. And in a strange, sort of voyeuristic way, it also works a lot better than the Penny Arcade podcast for some reason. It just seems a lot more, I don't know, compelling to me. And you can also hear a lot of the ambience, too. It's sort of, you can hear the. Turn signal of the car, you can hear the other cars rushing by, and you can hear them swearing at the other drivers who are doing stupid things. So it's a very funny show. They've got voice one, who's belligerent Canadian, voice two, who has a tough accent, which I don't know what that means, and is British, and they're very interesting to listen to, I think. You may disagree, and if you do, well, then screw you, because I think they're awesome. And they almost stopped doing it for a while earlier this year, but they didn't, and I'm glad for that. So if you happen to visit their site, drop them a line in the guestbook and tell them that Brennan from Falcon Twin thinks they rock. Podchef at com. The Podchef has an interesting show about cooking, food, and the politics of what we eat. I like food a lot. I don't really much like cooking it, but I certainly like eating it. And the Podchef show is interesting, mainly just for the Podchef's voice. He's got a very interesting voice that I like listening to a lot. Um, and I, it also. Much like the In Our Time show, it has sort of an interesting perspective on issues that I have absolutely no knowledge or awareness of, things like the FDA regulations that he's going to be forced to deal with soon. And and he also obviously covers recipes and food of the week, that sort of stuff. So it's a pretty good show to listen to and a great way. They're fairly long. They're usually about an hour. So if you've got an hour and you need something to listen to, why not listen to The Pod Chef and learn how to cook better? And then you will land chicks or something. Next, Dignation with Kevin Rose and Alex Albrecht. Most people know this one if you're into podcasts. This is the two guys who started Dig.com, and they sit and they talk about some of the top stories of the week at Dig.com. Most of this is tech stuff, actually, so this could have also gone in the tech section. But a lot of it isn't. As time goes on, there are more and more non-tech stories on Dig, and so they talk about those two. Sometimes they're better than others. A couple of weeks ago, they had some drunken frat party-style thing, which was really kind of... Unappealing, but most of the time they're fairly funny and interesting to listen to. Of Rice and Zen, which is one that's actually fairly new and hasn't had a lot of installments, but it's probably worth listening to just from a sort of train wreck in action standpoint. Basically, it's a guy from England who decided that he was going to go work for a chain school teaching English in Japan, and his trials and tribulations as he tries to deal with this and all the weird stuff that goes on and all the crap that he has to put up with. And so it's sort of a wide-eyed, guy perspective on Japan. Finally, Resonance FM Midnight Sex Talk, which covers if you like sex, then it's the show for you. And they cover one topic per week. It could be masturbation, it could be sex toys, it could be anal sex, you name it. But, you know, they cover all that kind of stuff. And they don't seem to put out shows very often. And it seems like the podcasts that do go up are delayed quite a bit from the actual airing of the shows on the radio where they originally are done. So I don't know exactly what that's about, but I wish they would get on top of that and correct it because it does sort of decrease the appeal of the show, knowing that you're listening to content that's really quite stale. All right, so that's it for all the shows that I'm going to talk about tonight. I hope I've given you some idea of the variety of things that you can hear if you get into podcasting, and I hope that I've given you a reason to go check out at least one of the shows, and maybe that will draw you into podcasting and you'll become hooked like I have. Some of the music provided tonight was from the Podshow Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com. By the way, I'm still waiting on those hot chicks in the fucking. What's the holdup? So there. Speaking of my penis, how's that for a segue?